So we're going to talk a sicha from the Rebbe on the, on the subject of tshuva, the third sicha on the Geras tshuva in volume 19. And again, this is from the Rebbe's father's comments on the margin of the Tanya. And he has 16 comments. And the Rebbe edited 15 talks of his on these, this subject, explaining these comments. Today we're learning the third of these comments, and these first five sichos are printed in volume 19. So it goes on chapter 4. The first three chapters of Igeris HaTshuva Rebbe explained how to resolve and rectify a sin. And he said that's through repentance, through agreeing that you're not going to follow that path anymore. You're going to be now completely devoted only to Hashem. Then he explained, just like by a king, you have to bring gifts after to get goodwill. So to Hashem, in the time of the temple, we brought offerings. And after that, we did it through fastings, because that was like offering your own flesh, because, you know, you ate less, basically. Nowadays, it's through tzedakah and increasing and learning Torah. Now, in the fourth chapter, he goes on to explain better and more elaborating the idea of teshuva. So he explains that it's based on the ideas of Al-Darach Hasaid, which is the secrets to Kabbalah, that the word teshuva is teshuv hey, to return the hey back to Hashem's name, as we explained in last week's class in length, that there are two hey's in Hashem's name, a yud and a hey, and a vav and a hey, so that when your person sins, you separate the hey from Hashem's name and you bring it down into an exile by repenting you bring the hay back. Now, to the next section in this chapter, Dr. Rebbe first asks a question that if people, through certain sins, people are supposed to die in middle age, how come we see that people that sin a lot, how do they live long lives and sweet lives? And this he takes until chapter 6 to explain the answer. But in the meantime, he explains like this, that there's a fundamental difference between the way the soul of a Jew is bonded with Hashem and the soul of everything else, mainly angels and other creations of Hashem. The Jewish soul, as the verse says, is chelek Hashem amoy. It's part of Hashem. You're a piece of Hashem. As we said, Hashem blew a soul into Adam's nostrils. That means that blowing means is the emphasis of blowing is that it comes from an internal place. When you say that Hashem created things with words, He said something, He said there should be light, He said there should be this, said there should be that. Asara ma'amaris nivra'elam Hashem created the world with ten sayings. The sayings itself, those words created stuff. But by the soul, it says that he blew the soul. Emphasizing that the creation of the soul coming into us was from an internal place of Hashem. And everything else comes from merrily an external place. As we say, when you say words, words is an external part of you. When you blow, it's internal. By this, we get to understand that even after a person sins, you need to remember that you are a piece of the internal part of Hashem. When he goes through this, he says that even the soul of a person, which comes from the innermost part of Hashem, it comes down into this world because Hashem said there should be certain things. For example, the verse says, Nase Adam. Hashem says, I will make man in my image, right? So the fact that Hashem says, Nas, those words, is because 
the innermost place of Hashem, which comes through blowing, only descended down into the world with the words. But the source of the soul is from the innermost part, like the essence of blowing. However, by angels, we find, and here's going to be the key of this insight here, that by angels, let's, we're going to learn insight, that in the fourth chapter, the Alter Rebbe explains why angels are called, not with the name Havaya, Yudke Vavke, Yudhe Vavhe. Angels are knowing with the name Elohim, not Hashem's name. It's only like the nickname, Elohim. Because you have Adonai and Elohim. So the name of Yudke Vavke is reserved by the, for the soul. The name for the angels is called Elohim. What does that teach you? That the place where they, where they derive their sustenance of life comes from Chitzonius, from the outside of, from Hashem's energies. And that's why the name Elohim is represents the external part. So whenever you talk about the internal parts of Hashem, the innermost parts, it uses the name of yud Hey and vav Hey. Whenever it uses the external parts of Hashem, like by a person, it's your external uh, place, like speech and words, it, it, that's talking about the angels, it uses the word Elohim. Now, interesting enough, the Alter Rebbe, in the Tanya here, he chooses to select three verses to prove his point, where you see that angels are called with the name Elohim. The first of the three is from a verse in the book of Deuteronomy, in Parsha Akev, verse 10, uh, chapter 10, verse 17. Over there he reads the following. Ki Hashem Elokechem Elokeim, etc. What does that mean? It says three times the words Elokim here. It says the name of God. God Is Haki Hashem because Hashem, because of God, Elokechem is your God and has, uh, one second, sorry. Yeah, for God, your God is the God of gods. What does that mean? That God is the God of gods? So what it means is that when it says the God of gods, it means of angels. Angels are also called with the name God. In other words, in English, you call them both the word God. But in Hebrew, it's actually written Elo, Elohim. So God, Ki Hashem, Yudke Vavke, God, your God, is the God of the angels. So you see that the angels are called with the name Elohim. Over there, basically, Moses is encouraging the Jews to serve Hashem. So he brings down this verse and he says, you should circumcise your foreskin to, of your heart to be more devoted to Hashem. Then he says, for God, your God is God of, the, of all the angels and the master of masters and the great, mighty and awesome God who does not show favor and will not accept a bribe. So these are things about him trying to show the emphasis how we have to serve Hashem. So that's one verse where he brings down where you see clearly that Elohim refers to the angels. Then he brings another verse from the book of Tehillim. In the Tehillim, in verse, in chapter 136, that's the famous chapter with the, with the 26 
lines that finish with ki la'olam chastai, that God is, for, that His kindness is everlasting. We say it in our prayers every Shabbos morning. There are 26 lines of, of pr- different praises with, that finishes with the same three words, ki la'olam chastai, that your kindness is everlasting. And it's, that's referring to the 26 generations that existed from the world was created till the Torah got, was given into the world. So in the second one of that line, it says, Haydu, Lelohei Ha'elohim, Ki Laolam Chastai. We give praises to God of gods. What does it mean, the God of gods? Again, Elohei Ha'elohim, the God of Elohim, meaning the God of the angels. And this is interesting because you see all the commentaries all say the same thing, that the Elohim refers to the angels. And then he brings a third verse. He brings a third verse and this comes from the book of Job. Right away, right in the beginning of the book of Job. Right in the beginning it says there was a man, his name was Job. And he had seven sons and three daughters and 3,000 of this animals and 3,000 of that. And he lists off all his uh, amazing amount of wealth that he has. And it says that he would gather together his family every so often on holidays and give special offerings of thanksgiving to Hashem. And Hashem actually praises and thanks him for this. And all of a sudden... In verse 6, in the first chapter there, it says, Now the day came, now the day came about, and the angels of God came to stand beside the Lord. Why do the angels come to stand beside, beside Hashem? They came to contend with Him because, the, because they wanted to see and, and show that he's devoted Job and he's committed to do whatever Hashem wants. Look, he's bringing these offerings, he's showing thanksgiving. But then, and over there it speaks there how the Satan, the, the power of adversary, came along and spoke up and said, Oh, Hashem, you think Job is so nice and he's so devoted to you. He's only doing this because he wants greater benefit. That's why he's thanking you. He's not so loyal. If you were to test him and take away everything he has, you'll see that he won't be devoted to Hashem. And you'll see how he blasphemies you, Hashem. Right? And we know the whole book of Job, that they, every, he loses his children and his, 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 all his uh, material belongings. And so on. And we know the end that it turns out he was a righteous man and he's blessed with all the blessings again. And he gets a new family and wealth and everything. But this verse, this famous verse 6, again, references the angels as B'nai Ha'Elohim. Vayavayu B'nai Ha'Elohim Lisiatsev, etc. And the, the, the sons of God, meaning the angels, they come, they came to stand beside Hashem. So again, you have the verse that emphasizes the idea where you see that the angels are called Elohim. 
What's the Alter Rebbe pointing out in the Tanya here again? He's trying to emphasize to us that we, our soul, comes from the innermost part of Hashem. Because he blew it. Blowing is from the most inner part, right? Speech comes from the external part. The angels are called Elohim. Because Elohim represents externalism. And yud is on the inner and the, and the Tanya goes on to explain to us the idea because you have to understand that don't feel bad if you did a sin. I mean, if you should feel bad, but don't think you're a goner because ultimately you're completely internally bonded with Hashem. So you, you're okay. You could just do tshuva and I'll accept you back because you were never fully a thousand percent, one hundred percent separated because you come from the most innermost place. And by the way. If you ever take, as an example, and then we're going to continue on this. If you ever take uh, uh, blowing, try to blow a balloon or blow in the air with all your might, you'll see after two minutes you'll be flat out. Very hard. With speech comes from an external place of your energy. That's why speech, you could speak on hours on end. Look, some people, they could talk all day, they don't stop. Why? Because it comes from an external energy. So you see that things that are created from speech comes from external things that are created from the, the blowing means emphasis idea of coming from the internal. So the neshama sa'adam, the soul, the neshama comes from the internal and everything else is from external because everything else was created by the word of Hashem and that's external. And as we see, even in the names of Hashem, that there are verses that allude to, to, to the connection of the Jew and Hashem. It says, Kichelek Hashem Amo, using the word of Yudke Vavke, the name of Yudke Vavke. And then you have the angels that it uses the name Elohim. Now, that's the piece of the Tanya. Now, the Rebbe points out that his father explains in his comments on the Tanya, that the three verses that the Alter Rebbe brings down, three verses, is to tell you that you should know that there are three levels in angels. That's why he's bringing you three proofs. He could have just brought you one verse. Why did he have to bring you three verses? Ah, there's a reason. There are three levels. If you ever pay attention when you pray in the morning, in the davening, and you say right by the kadosh, 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 right? Right before you say that the angels scream out Kadosh Kadosh, in that paragraph there, and right before, right after, we say there that there are three kinds of angels. There are Oifanim, or the highest level is Surafim. There are angels that are called like a burning fire. They're called Surafim. There are angels that are called Chayus, like animals. And there are angels that are called Aifanim. Aifanim means things that bake. Like you put a, a, a like an oven. Now, of course, he brings down in the footnotes that there are many different kinds of angels, not just three. But he says, generally speaking, there are three. And these are the three names. That's why in Davening, by the way, we, we, we reference, we say that the Ifanim and Chayos, those kind of levels, they correspond to the Srafim when they speak and they say, Baruch Hashem The point is that there are three kinds of angels. Again, Srafim, the burning ones, Chayos, the animal kind, kind of style, and Ifanim, the ones that represent the concept of baking, which is for another class elsewhere, without the Rebbe explains in the Kutu Torah, that that has to do with baking means they're, they're attached to something, you know, like you can, you put a loaf in an oven and it's touching, you know, burning flame ones, the fiery ones, they're, you know, 
jumping all over. They're not attached to something necessarily. But anyways, so now, so the Rebbe's father points out that the, the bringing down of three verses is because it corresponds to the three kinds of angels. And he says more that the three kinds of angels represent the three different kinds of worlds. We know that there are four worlds. The highest world is Atsilos, which is sublimation. It's completely spiritual. There's nothing at all. No form, no shape, no, 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 no creation, nothing. So that's already the higher level. But the three level worlds that are closer to us is Bria. The highest of these three is the world where it starts the concept of creation that corresponds to the level of angels called Seraphim. Yitzira, the sec, the, is the second of, the, of these three worlds, is Yitzira, which means formation. It's the world where things start having a form to it. That represents the connection to the level of angels called Chayus. And the lowest world called Asiya, which is the world that we live in, the world of action, represents the corresponding to the angels called Aifanim, which are the ones that are in the concept of baking. Then the Rebbe's father adds the following words. And their creation of the angels comes from the three different kinds of letters. Since letters, as we just said before, words, letters, comes from an external place. So that's where angels come from. Angels are created from words, from letters. A combination of letters. And there are three kinds of stages in letters. We have letters, or the way the letters turn into words and start forming into a word, the way it's in your mind, that's the first place. So before you even say something, the word is already in your head, it's in your mind, in your thoughts, in your machshava. That corresponds to the world of Bria, because over there it's like hidden in the brain. The next world is the world of Yitzira formation, corresponds to the way words are actually already in the realm of speech. So you're actually saying the words. And then is the lowest world, the world of action, which is represented in the words, the way it actually affects something. So you can give an instruction to something which actually happens. So by you expressing the words alone is nothing. But when the words take take an effect, take a hold in something, that's called action. Now, from this addition that his father says that by bringing the three verses, it corresponds to the three kinds of angels, meaning that to teach you that the Rebbe is trying to hint to you not just that there are three levels in angels that get created from the name Elohim, and that's why they're called with this name, that's to teach you that the name Elohim is also letters, which is the creation of the three kinds of creation, three different kinds of, of angels. In other words, the words, the letters that make up the words, then the words, they are the different kinds of creation of the angels. Shem Elohim, which is in the first verse, he said, it's the God of, the, of gods. It says, so that goes on the way things are in the realm of the words, the way they are in the mind. So that creates the angels that are in the world of Bria because over there everything is hidden. There's nothing tangible. It's just a world where begins creation. The shame Elohim, the name of Elohim, the way it's in the second verse shows on the way the words already came down from the mind, from the thoughts, down into speech. 
That's where the second level of angels are created, the angels that are in the world of formation. And then you have Elohim, which is in the third Pasuk, in the third verse, which shows on the angels that were created with words in the place of action, meaning angels of the lowest world, the world of tangible, of action, space, time and space. So that's what the, his father is trying to show us, that the words creates each one, each level of angels. So we have to understand why is it important to the subject of teshuva to hint to me that the level from the angels were created from words? That I have to know which angels come from which level of words. The highest level comes from the way the words are in thought. The next level comes from the way the speech, next from action. How does that help me anything in the subject of teshuva? The general idea I understand that you want to tell me that the soul comes from the inner place and everything else from the external. But why do I have to know the breakup of in the angels, higher level, middle level, lower level of angels come to what level of externalism? Of what level of words? When my father would tell me only that the three verses are corresponding to three levels of angels, we would be able to explain that enough, that the reason is to tell me that there are three different verses and they all refer to angels, even the highest level of angels. But since my father, the Rebbe's father, adds that their creation comes from the three different kinds of letters, meaning the way they're in thought, speech, and action, so it's understood that by learning this, all three verses, the Alter Rebbe want, is going, really wants to hint to you that there are three different kinds of levels in the externalism of the angels, and from there is where they each got created. So we have to understand. I get it that you, you're hinting that to me to teach you that that's what the Alter Rebbe is trying to say. But why is that important to the subject of Igeris HaTshuva? To tell me there are three different levels. In other words, why do I have to go so deep about the different kinds of angels and how they're created? How does that help me to the subject of repentance, of returning closer to Hashem? Now, in addition to this, we need to have explanation of the general whole concept that it's speaking about here in the section of Teshuvah and the Tanya. The explanation why the angels are called with the name of Elohim comes in continuation that he's explaining to you that what's the greatness of the level of the soul of a person in, car- in comparison to anything else that Hashem created. So he's telling you that the Tzva Hashemayim, all creations that Hashem created in heaven, right? The sun, the moon, stars, everything else that, 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 that's in heaven. And even the angels are all things that are existing and they, they're sustaining, they're sustainable, but all, where do they get their energy from? From an external place of energy. Where is that? In the letters that are in the ten utterances that Hashem used when He created the world. Which is all very potent to nowadays because this is the week when Hashem created the world. We're in today. And two days from now is going to be Rosh Hashanah, at the, which is the sixth day of creation when He created man. So this is all about now. So everything that was created in the, in the six days was created with the words of Hashem. However, the soul of a person is basically to tell you that we come from an inner place. 
However, as we explained before, from the most inner place, later it comes down through words like Nasa Adam, your person should, Hashem says that a person should be created in this image. That's only to bring it down to get this high level of innermost place of Hashem to get it down to come into the body of the person down here. So the only way to do that is by using words because words, again, is external. So Hashem takes from the internal, goes to the external, and that helps the soul come down all the way down into this material world, into our material body. But all the other things that are created, all the other heavenly things all come to begin with from an external place. And in continuation to this, therefore the Alter Rebbe says, and therefore the angels are called with the name Elohim, to tell you that angels come from an external place. So here we could understand that the reason why the angels are called with the name Elohim and the souls of the people are called the Chelek, Shem Havaya, we are a part of the Yud Hei Vav Hei, blessed be He, like it brings the verse, it says that we are a chelek, we're a part of Hashem. Because the Elohim is external, and, Hash, and Yudke Vavke shows on the internal. That's obviously the difference. So we have to understand, since from all the creations of the world that come from the external place of energy, only the angels are called with the name Elohim. From that's a proof that by calling them Elohim, that means that they have a certain quality over all other creations. So you have basically the soul of people, the soul of the angels, and then everything else that Hashem created. Because not everything is called with the name Elohim. Other things have other names. Or just or just words or just letters. But the angels have the name Elohim. That means they get their energy from the place Elohim. So you're trying to emphasize that the angels' quality is higher than everybody else. So it's not understood. Over here in the subject of Teshuvah, we're talking about the level of their, where they get their energy that creates the angels, that they get it only from an external place, which really all creations outside of the souls, of the human soul, comes from the external place. Why do I need to know that the angel soul comes from the name Elohim? Just tell me that everything that Hashem created besides the soul of the person comes from an external place of Hashem. That's it. Why do you have to tell me that by angels, their source comes from external and I have verses for this, three verses? And by the angels, it's in a revealed way. Their, in other words, their relationship with Hashem, even though it's external, is more revealed than the other, every, all the other creations of Hashem. Why does that, why is that important to our subject of Teshuva to know that the angels, their place of energy comes from Elohim, which is greater than all the other ones? Why is, who cares? And you could ask the question even stronger. Regarding the souls of people that come from the most inner place of Hashem, of Yudke Vavke, we don't even find that our souls is called with the name Yudke Vavke. It just says that we come from Yudhe Vavke, or we're a part of Yudhe Vavke, but it's not our name. By the, by the angels, they're actually called with the name of Elohim. And the reason why we're not called with the name Yudhe Vavke, we only come from Yudhe Vavke, is because the soul of the, of the person, even though it comes from Hashem's name, it's not revealed there. 
But when you say that the soul of the person is not called with the name Elohim, because after that it came down into letters, it's understood that even this level, even this level is not revealed. So we need to understand, how does it fit here to tell me a, a great quality about angels that by them Hashem is revealed because their name, their actual name is Elohim, and by the people, by the soul of the people, are we? A, you don't see it. That means we're a lower level. Are you trying to emphasize now that they? One hand, you're telling me that we're from the inner place. Now you're telling me that they're from Elohim, but really Elohim is revealed by them, and by Yudevave it's concealed. So are we? Are you trying to emphasize that they're from external or are you trying to emphasize by them the relationship with God is in a revealed way? And by us, it's not revealed. So you're trying to say that they're greater than us? That doesn't make sense. The main point of the Alter Rebbe's explanation is to show you that we are connected with the internal place of Hashem, which is even greater than the angels. But on the other hand, by emphasizing that they have a name Elohim, seems like you're trying to emphasize a greater quality by them. So which one is it? You're trying to show a greaterness of the soul of the person or the greater quality of angels. So he says, to explain this, we could explain it like this. When the Alter Rebbe brings the verse regarding the soul of man, that we are chelek Hashem Amai. We are a part. Think of what a part means. Let's use our own example. If you have, let's say, a table, a board, that's your tabletop, and you break off a piece of that top. Even though I cracked it off, this is a piece of this whole table. So you're a part of it. It's one piece. That's what we mean when we say we're a part of it. We may feel sometimes that our soul is in our body and we're disconnected to Hashem, but no, no, no. You're a piece of it. You have a piece. Hashem gave you a piece of it. That's what. It, that's the word. It's a piece. So when Al-Tarebbe brings this verse that we are a piece of a part of Hashem, he's trying to explain to us, not that the the roots of our soul comes from Hashem, but even the actual soul, the way it's down here, we are still a part of Hashem. Like he continues a little bit later on in the same chapter, he shows us that the soul of a person down here comes from the four-letter name of Hashem, Yud, He, and the Vav, and the He. Because he wants to explain to us that certain sins that you do affect certain letters of Hashem's name. Later on, in the seventh chapter of Iger Satshuva, the Alter Rebbe actually, in the end of that chapter, he emphasizes what are the sins that affect different letters. He says that... Um, affecting things in, for the brain, as we spoke already in the two classes ago, about uh, with the seed that affects the brain, that's the letter Yud. There are certain things that a person does, uh, for example, that also like like uh, not saying the daily Shema affects the letter Yud. Tfilin, missing Tfilin, could affect the letter of He. Tzitzis reflects to the letter Vav. Prayer affects the letter hey. So I'm just just using that. Just, he brings some examples to that. The point is that our soul is so bonded with the name of Yudhei Vavei that our actions actually affect that certain letters of Hashem's name will be 
detached or like separated basically and come and have a descend into an exile showing us that look how well we're connected with this level that our actions actually make a difference on the relationship so even though the soul of the person comes down first from the inner place of Hashem and after that in order to come down into this world Hashem actually used words he said I'm gonna make man in my image that by, by these words that's what brought the soul all the way down meaning that even when we come down into this world meaning we came down from Yudhei Vavei then we come down into Elohim Nevertheless, we're still connected with the yud heh And that's the quality of the soul of man over all other creations. Even though the roots of all creations, everything ultimately also comes from yud heh That's true. Al-Tarebbe explains in Shara Yichud Vamuna, in, in, uh, which is the second part of the Tanya, the subject of the you, gateway to unity and faith, over there he brings down that every single thing that's created in this world comes from those letters, yud hey vav hey. But from there, it goes down to another level, another level, it spreads into other letters and so on. So it's true that everything comes. The only difference is that everything else, when it gets created, it comes all the way, even though it started from yud hey vav hey, but when it comes all the way down, it has to come through letters and it comes all the way down to a point where you don't see anymore that it's connected to the innermost place, to the yud hey vav hey. However, the soul by the soul is different. The soul, even when it's down here, is still connected. I want to use a small example. A friend of mine, a shliach somewhere, he told me once that he had a congregant by him, that a member of his chabad house, that he had uh, the guy was a kohen, and he wanted to marry a certain woman. The woman wanted to marry him. She was a good special uh, per soul. The thing is, she wasn't Jewish. So she had to go through a conversion. And she did a full, sincere conversion. But the guy was a coin. So the courts told him, the, the best thing said, that in order for you to marry her, you're not allowed to, a coin is not allowed to marry a divorce. The uh, 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 coin is not allowed to marry a convert. So even if she converts, you're not going to be able to marry her unless you denounce your coin rights. You announce in front of a court that you're not a coin. So this guy who was living a very secular life, he wasn't practicing of Yiddishkeit in any way that anybody would know. But when it came to make this decision that he's going to give up his coin rights, he was shaking for a few days. But what do you see from the story? You see that the soul of a Yid is connected to the most inner place. And therefore... It's not so simple to say, when, oh, because it came down into this world, eh, it's got diluted, now it's you know, connected with other levels of Hashem's names. It doesn't work like that. So it needs to, it, it always still connects to the innermost place and it's felt down here in different times. Soon you're going to see there's going to be more examples to this. Now he asks this question. Where do you see the greatness of the quality of the soul about over all other creations that Hashem made. He said that the soul is connected to the innermost. But where do you see that? He says, you could explain this most likely what it's explained elsewhere also in the second section of the Tanya. 
that everything that Hashem creates, it has to come down what's called tzimtzum. Tzimtzum means a contraction, a concealment. Because if Hashem wouldn't conceal Himself, we wouldn't be able to exist. You remember we explained this many times elsewhere. Over there, the Alter Rebbe explains that if Hashem would create the world with His name, Havaya, yud Vavhei, this world wouldn't be able to exist as a world. Think of it like the sun without the cover of the sun on it, without the shield. If the sun would shine with its full glory, this world would be consumed up. Hashem put a cover under the sun to separate the sun from its full strength into this world. Same thing. Hashem had to conceal His name, yud Vavhei, with the word Elohim, with His name Elohim. Elohim is His nickname, so to speak. It's a cover-up name. As a matter of fact, Elohim has a numerical value of 86. 1 plus 30 is 31, plus 5 is 36, plus Yud makes 10 is 46, plus 40 is 86. The word Hateva, nature, also adds to the same 86. So when Hashem wants to create things in this world, He uses the name Elohim. What are the first words of the whole Bible? Bereshis bara Elohim. How did He create this world? With the name Elohim. He didn't create the name world, Bereshis bara Hashem. He said Bereshis bara Elohim. So Elohim is basically the, like that cover under the sun. It contracts, it holds back the full revelation. To the point that the, the Elohim, which means nature, holds back so much of God to the point that when you're in this world, it could almost seem to us that this world is running on its own. It's just a world of nature. Every day, sun goes down, sun goes up, and up, and every day in and out. You could even start to think maybe there's nobody that's running this world. That's how much. Hashem is concealed. So with this we could say that the greater quality of the soul is the way it's down around this world that it comes from Yudei Vavei. That by a Jew it's revealed not just in the general terms of all Klal Yisrael, but even for every individual Jew it's emphasized that you have a place, a connection that you really are higher than nature. A Jew is connected higher than nature. As he's going to bring down soon. That look. The fact that we exist. As the sages put it. We're like a sheep. Among 70 wolves. And somehow. We're still around. So it comes out from this. That this. That he's separating. The soul of the person from all other creations. It's not just that it, there's, there's an internal, the essence has changed. It's a hefresh atzumaid. It seems like it's not a full, solid separation, indifference of the soul of the person and the soul of all everything else created, meaning quantity and quality. It seems like it's only the difference between higher and lower of creations. Like, the creation that Hashem creates in heaven and in earth. Just like the quality of the of heavenly things that He created, the heavenly hosts over earthly hosts, 
that in the heavenly host it says, Su'u mare menechem, it says, lift up your eyes and see what he created or who created it. Meaning that for heavenly things that he created, you have to look up. And for things down here, you don't have to look up. But he's emphasizing that the essence of the soul over all the heavenly quotes, not just of all creation, but even from the heavenly things that when a Jew sees that we are like that one sheep among 70 wolves, and so too also you can see a difference between one Jew and another Jew as I brought you that story, that example story, that a person even down here, you still feel your soul, you're not so sure you're ready to make a conscious decision. He brings down also from, uh, in a footnote, that divine providence is on every single Jew from the name of Yudhei Vavet that creates the divine province by you, not just Elohim. So we see that there's a revealed sense of connection to the innermost place by looking up. And now even more to this, this explanation brings out the greatness of the soul that it comes from the name of Yudhei Kevavke, which is higher than nature. But it still doesn't bring out that we're a part of Hashem. And therefore the Alter Rebbe brings down and he adds that you should know that the Malachim, the angels, are called Elohim. And he brings three verses for this in order to make it clear that the difference between the soul of a person and of the of, and of everything else, including the hosts of heaven and angels, is a fundamental difference. What's the fundamental difference? That by us, even when, by the soul, even when the soul is down here on this world, it's still felt that it's connected to the Yud Hei I once had a Jew in the community. Now he's in the, the Garden of Eden. But he once told me that when he was a little kid in school, some kid called him, you Jew boy, or something like that to that, to that effect. And he remembers that he took it so to heart that somebody called him like that and the person was trying to say it in a derogatory way. And he felt that. And I remember speaking with him. What? Why did that bother you? You know why it bothered him? It would bother all of us because you have that soul that's connected to such a deep innermost place of Hashem. Therefore, if somebody touches that core... It's going to pull a string. And this is the essence of the difference. Now, the reason why angels are called Elohim is like we said earlier, because they come from the external place. And why are they called Elohim over all other creations outside of them? In other words, the soul, fine, that's the highest. Then you have the angels, Elohim, and then everything else is from even lower places. Because he wants to emphasize that by the angels, their relationship with the God is revealed at the level of Elohim. That means not just through the angels does Hashem get revealed, but it's actually the source that creates them comes from this place, Elohim, the name of Elohim. Like we said, there's a quality of the higher hosts in the higher spiritual worlds, the sun, the moon, and other things up there in comparison to things that he created here. So too, that the essence, the name of the angels, Malachim, 
it means, Malachim actually means that they stand constantly humble to serve Hashem. They're always ready. They're standing in their place ready, like, like a soldier. Standing in his place, ready to serve. That's because, why? how could they stand there ready to serve Hashem all the time? That's because godliness is revealed by them, the level of Elohim, but it's always revealed to them. From here it's understood that this idea, that by of the difference between something that's revealed or something that's concealed, in that component, when you compare our souls with the angels, angels are higher. Because by angels, it's always revealed. The name of Hashem is revealed. It's a lower name of Hashem, but it's revealed. Always. That's why they're always ready to serve Hashem. But by people, by the soul of people, we're not even called with the name of Hashem. And we're not, we don't even have a place that we're called with the name of Elohim. And because of that, it's possible, because by us, Hashem is so concealed, it's possible that, God forbid, a person should actually do something against the will of Hashem. Not like by angels. Angels don't do something against the will of Hashem because they're always ready to do the mission because God is revealed in them all the time. So from here we understand that this, that all creations, even angels, are connected to the name of Elohim and the soul of the people is, is where, we, where we stem from the name of Hashem. It's not just because of the idea of concealed and revealed, but it's trying to tell you that the quality of life, of the sustenance, of the soul is different. The sustenance of the life of all creations, even angels, is from Elohim, and by us, it's from a deeper place, even though it's in our body, the soul. And in order to explain this, this difference between the soul of people and the way it's by, by all creations, even angels, so for that, he brings down the verses. On the other hand, even the soul of people, when it comes down, it comes down through words, as we said. Dr. Rebbe brings three verses for this because he wants to show you the three different levels of the angels that they come from three different kinds of levels. Some come from the world of Bria, some Yitzira, some Asiya, the creation, formation, and the world of action, which is the corresponding to the three different kinds of levels in words. Now, this that he brings three verses is hinted to in the three kinds of levels of angels. We could also explain this in the wording, this is fascinating, in the wording that he quotes the verses. In the first verse, he said the angels are connected in a way, to, he says it's connected to name Elohim, but it's still connected to the soul of a Jew. Because it said, God, your God, is the God of God's. So when he said God of your God, Hashem Elokeichem, your God meaning the soul of Israel, is the God of the angels. So he in this, that verse he actually mentions about the soul of the Jew. In the second and the third verse he doesn't mention anything about the soul of the Jew. He just, he just goes straight to their name. Also, in the second verse, it says, Haidu to praise Elokei Elokim, the God of Gods. Again, it says twice the name of God, so that's on another level of angels. In the third one, he says it's the, like the Son of God, meaning like it's even a lower level, as we understand that 
God is more revealed when they're when an angel is called Elohim, Hashem is more revealed than when they're called Bnei Elohim, like the offspring of Elohim. That's even a lower level. And in addition to this, in the second verse, he even mentions that they're Elohei Elohim, the God of gods. That means you're emphasizing still a level of God that comes into angels. So from here we understand that in the first verse where it says, Elokei Elohim, the God of gods, meaning of the angels, is connected with Hashem Elokeichem, with the soul of the people, is talking about the way the angels are in the highest world. Because in the highest world, they're connected to the world above that. When you go to the lower world, they're already not connected. And what's in the highest world? Where the soul of the Jew also, it says, that we originated from the thoughts like it says, Yisrael, Allah, Israel comes from the thoughts of Hashem. So again, that shows you that we have a certain place that we are in comparison to the angels. In the second verse, where he, de- where he doesn't connect, not the name of Elohim, the way it is with Hashem, Elohim, and then he shows you how the name of Elohim is connected to the angels the way they are in a revealed way. That's talking about the way the angels are in the, sec- in the second, in Yitzira, in formation, because in Yitzira, things are revealed. Like we say in the bracha, after Yishtabach, in the middle of davening, you say, Baruch Hashem Al-Kem then you say, Yoitzer Eir. He's the formation, he makes formation, he forms the light. Forming is from the world of Yitzira. So you see, that form, the formation place is a place of light, meaning it's a place of revelation. By the way, on a side note, when a man put, wears his tefillin, you actually touch your arm tefillin when you say the words Yotzer Ar, and your head tefillin when you say Bore Chayshach. Anyways, another point. Okay, that's a side one. In the third verse, he says that even the name Elohim is connected to the angels, and not even in a revealed way necessarily, or not so much revealed, is talking about the way the angels are down here in the world of action. Now, this alone is not enough, he says, because it comes out from here that the difference of the choice of words of these verses, of the second verse and the third verse, is hinted only in the difference in the way the angels receive their energy from Elohim. In Yitzira, they're more revealed, in the world of formation, and the world of creation, in the world of action, they're less revealed. But when the, when his father, when the Rebbe's father, the Tate, when he explains that their creation comes from the three le- three different kinds of stages of letters, that means the name of Elohim is in all the letters, comes out that the difference of the verses is also hinted to in the three different levels of words. Again, what's the three different levels of words? In the thoughts, the way words are in your thoughts, the way the words are in your speech, and the way the words affect in action. When words are in the thought level, besides the fact that there actually there's an existence of words there, it's like the root, the, the, the source of the, the actual words and letters that comes out into action, that means it includes all three levels. Meaning in the thoughts, you have also the actual word and you have also the effect that it can have on the action. When you talk about the second level, the way words are in speech, it only includes two levels, speech and action. But it's no more the way it's in the thoughts. It's already out. When you go into the world of words, the way they are in action, 
It's only action, because it's not about the speech anymore. It's not about the way it's concealed in the thoughts. He says, ah, that's an amazing thing. This is actually hinted to in these three verses. In the first verse, it mentions the name of God three times. It says, God of your God, Hashem Elokeichem, God which is your God, is the God of the hosts. So again, it said three times the words Eloheichem. It says Eloheichem, Elokei, and Elokim. That represents the three levels in words, the way there are in thought, speech, and action. The second verse mentions the name of Elohim, Elokei, Elokim. It says twice, Elohei, Elohim. That represents speech and action, the way the words are in speech and action, not the way it's in the mind anymore. And the third verse says only once the word Elohim, and the offsprings of God, meaning the angels, come. It only says a word, the once the word, that represents the word of the way words are in action. From here we could include the following, that through bringing three verses, it gives an additional understanding of the fundamental difference between the soul of man and creations, including the angels. The fundamental difference. Just like in the three levels of words in, Shem, in the name of Elohim, that in the words you could have, in, in Dibur, in the way words are expressed in speech, you don't have any more the way it's in the, in the source, the way the words were in the, thoughts, uh, in the thought stage. And in the words, the way they're in action, you don't have it anymore the way it's in the speech level or in the thought space. Space, As we just said, the way it's hinted to in the three verses. So too, it's regarding the names of Havaya, Yudkevavhe, and Olehim. Through this, that the energy, the Chayus, the life of the name of Ayudhe Vavke comes down into the name of Elohim, which because that's where it got contracted and concealed. Elohim covers it. Just like it's as if, so in other words, it's as if you, that you don't have even the level of Yudhei anymore because it's so concealed in Elohim. Even though that the concealment of Elohim is only regarding us, in other words, people ask, if the world was created in Elohim, nature, isn't, aren't we missing completely the level of yud heh No, you're not missing it. It's concealed for us. Like take, for example, the example we gave before from the sun. If the sun is covered with its shield, it doesn't mean that the sun is not shining in its full glory anymore. It's just that we cannot see it. If you put on sunglasses, you can't see it as strong but it's still shining in its full glory. So Yudhei Vave is still shining in full, gl- full glory. Therefore, from the level of, the, of Elohim that gives creations to the world, that's the difference of Hashem and Elohim, those two names. And this is the difference between people and the angels. The this lifespan that angels get, again, it's from Elohim. It's not that it doesn't have Hashem, but it's just that it conceals over Hashem. And the life that we have as the soul, again, comes from the place of Hashem. And even the way it comes down into this world, it still has its level of energy from the name of yod And this gives us the power and the strength to realize, as he explains there further in the Tanya, that this gives you the power and the strength to connect and do teshuva because you know that you have that bonding there the whole time. And with this, we conclude this.